Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, hour two is upon us. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, Novus Auto Glass from Fort Collins with us today. Chris and Jamie, the owners there. Steve from Gino's Auto Service over in uh, Littleton with us as well. Larry Younger answering phones and Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Lines are open 303-477-5600. You can text us as well. I should check the text line, which I will do here in a moment. And uh, that is 307-200-8222, 307 282-22, and we appreciate each and every one of you, by the way, calling in, listening, doing all the things you do. We appreciate that very much. So uh, let's go right to the phones. Uh, Bill is up next in Lakewood. Go ahead, Bill. What's going on, sir? Hey, first a quick question for you. Yeah. What are you guys going to do if you catch a guy in your car cutting the catalytic converter out? What would I do? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I carry, Bill, so I think you already know that answer. That's right. So do I, and so does my wife. So I, I don't think he's going to get too far. Let's just say that. I mean, I, I will apprehend him, leave him there. Uh, I will not say what I will do to him in the meantime, but I will call the police and let them handle it. Well, you shoot him in the balls. You don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't miss any words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't say that, Bill. Now they got you. <laughs> oh, hey, awesome. But anyway... Uh, you know, my wife, she just traded her car, a 2000, I mean, a, a 2019 Equinox for a new one, you know? Yeah. And why did they change the engine from a 2.0 to a 1.5? The guy, the salesman, we'll call, you know, Carl. Oh, yeah. He said, well, now you can use a regular. Well, it's a dog. They don't run as well. You are you are why, correct. Why the heck did they do that? I, I, I Well... I'm guessing to try to meet all the cafe ratings that's now being forced on them, they probably don't have much choice, Bill. That's that's my guess. Right. So how the heck do we – can we – you think we could get some of the horsepower back with cold air intake or a K&N or something like that? Uh, typically, when you're that far down on actual cubic inches, which you are, there's not much substitute for that, unfortunately. I mean, I haven't driven it yet myself, but – She's not happy. She she loved the way the other one drove. If we would have known that, we'd have. You kept it. Yeah, because we're she's just getting ready to retire, and mileage wasn't that high on the old one. I mean, so I I don't I don't know why they do that, especially especially here with our altitude. Well, you know, you that one I can answer because ninety five percent of the vehicles they sell are not at our elevation, and I've I've experienced this for. I mean, I've been in the car deal bill my entire life, and I will tell you right now, the manufacturers really don't care about Colorado and the cars they build, and I'm just being straight up honest. Now, they'll come up here and do a lot of testing, make sure vehicles will run at elevation. You see that all the time going up I-70 and such, but at the end of the day, they're not building cars for our elevation. They're building them for everybody else. 
you know, just just like I think I, I mentioned this to you years ago. Um, maybe it was when you were still with Cipher. I can't remember. But get this corn out of the gas and get some performance out of the gasoline. You know, I mean, we're hurting for the look at the stuff in the supermarket. The prices are going crazy. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not not arguing that one, Bill. I'm not an ethanol fan at all. You know that. I think it's it's a corn lobby thing is all it is. And then why don't we impeach this guy? That's a whole other conversation <laughs> during the week, Bill. Yeah. Uh, should I leave on that? Oh, no, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll leave you with that one, Bill. I, I wish I, uh, I, I have an answer for that. Anyways, it that's during the together. week. Yeah, it does. Uh, lines open 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. All right, let's, let's do this, though, while we have a break here. Uh, we talk about it some when you guys are on. Probably not near enough, but the calibration systems or i'm not saying that right the the assist systems on a lot of vehicles now blind spot monitoring lane keep assist lane departure uh adaptive cruise forward collision all that all that okay and, and a lot of folks maybe you don't know you have it but in most cases you probably have one of those if not multiples of those yes and point being all of those affect your windshield replacement, correct? Our engineer decided that it was a really good idea to put the camera right by the rearview mirror. Okay. Uh, along with a rain sensor, condensation sensor, and then some of them come with heat. Now they also have track, uh, uh, sign uh, traffic reg- recognition. Yes. Sign yes. traffic Or knows the speed limit and such. Yep. yep. Tells you what the speed is. Right. Yep. And then, like on my pickup, I drive 2020 Ford Ranger. Um, so if I um, am not paying attention, which I always am, um, It'll tell me uh, if I swerve too much. Right. Um, that Get I back in your lane. Yeah, I got to take a break. Yep. Get back in your lane. Up, take a coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. no, all that stuff. Jamie's car is uh, an 18 RX 350, which is a Lexus, and it has the adaptive cruise control. And um, it's pretty cool. I mean, you can keep the distance yep. between you and the vehicle. And, it, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie that my Rangers saved me from some collisions. Sure. And especially the backup monitor sure. stuff, too. But I can tell you on that adaptive cruise like even when i run it like i feel like my car there's something wrong with it when it auto adjusts itself right. i'm like wait my car is breaking right it's not it's just doing what it needs <laughs> to, to keep it distance. Yep. now point being all that's tied into when the you windshield. do the re- when you yep. do the windshield everything has to not only be correct on the windshield correct on the reinstall but then there's a calibration calibration that you have to yep. do as well right exactly so there's a lot of these vehicles now that cannot be done mobile uh, there's shops out there that do it um i'm not gonna lie to you i mean if they want to do your vehicle out in the parking lot and you want to take that risk of this thing not performing correctly after it's done, no. that's up to Sorry, you. And it's you not, can say and that. It's I'm not, not a matter of don't do that. I don't think that's a great idea. From before. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. No. A car anymore is probably one of your... That's car anymore is probably one of your biggest investments. We had a customer that came in and he couldn't believe that it was a $1,500 windshield. And I said, well, when was the last time you spent $85,000 for a pickup? Right. You know, it's all in perspective. Good point. You know, I mean, if you make this investment, if you waited this long for a vehicle or if you're going out and purchasing a new vehicle, I mean, the average car is forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, if not more. Right. I mean, one hundred thousand dollar pickup is not average right now. Yeah, Yeah. easily. And I'll, you know, just carry the insurance on it. Um, You know, most insurance companies is a big one. Uh, They a lot of times write as their deductible in the state of Colorado. Um, You know, so that does help. Yep. I mean, these windshields are yep. twelve, fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, an Audi can be up to near yep. three thousand. Point being, and, and you know, Chris brought it up, but I'll I'll reiterate it. No, don't don't do the mobile uh, guys and the calibrations that are going to be mobile and so on. You, you're gonna in, in a lot of cases it has to go on a machine. 
Every vehicle's different, believe it or not. Even year-to-year, model-to-model, even inside of the same manufacturer can be different when it comes to how things get calibrated. Unless you're at a shop that knows how to do all of that, um, you, you're not going to be recalibrated correctly when you're done. I and like the line that Chris tells our customers is um, when you go to the eye doctor and you get your prescription checked, when you get your windshield replaced, it's the same concept. Right. You gotta focus. Yep. Gotta right. get it refocused. That's exactly right. You gotta get everything dialed back in. So. And the cameras can be real expensive. Um, you know, and Hondas are really known for them coming in hot. They, they're they really hot. The cameras themselves are warm. You have to let the cameras cool down. Okay. Hondas are probably one of the most temperamental ones out there. Okay. Um, yeah, interesting. And every one of them is different. Every one of them is different. Right. Yeah. So, so, folks, you gotta go to somebody that knows how to do all this, is my point. Uh, which is Novus Auto Glass. Again, find a location. Just go to drive-radio.com. If you're up north, go see these guys in Fort Collins. That's easy. Uh, Eric, what's going on, sir? Hey, guys. How we doing, sir? All right. How are you guys today? Good. So, uh, turn off radio. Thank you. <laughs> hey, um, so you're, you're well, I had you on speak. I had you on speaker, and, uh, you know, it's just easier to sure, take understand. the phone off speaker. So, on regarding the question of the day, the greatest automotive invention is the one that the majority of, the, of people on the road use the least. Turn what do signal. you think it is? The turn signal. There you go. That's right. Yeah. They'll wait months for the new iPhone to come out, but they don't know how to use the turn signal. Left turn, right turn. Uh, Some of the new Mercedes, that. like yeah. Federal Express, so if you turn the wheel just slightly, the, the, the turn signal turns on for you now. That's part of, part of something that the Mercedes, mm-hmm. when they do the vehicles for federal uh, express they do that now interesting i didn't know that <laughs> interesting idea. well i don't think it'll help federal express anyhow but <laughs> it might help the driver though <laughs> yeah well I, you know it's not the company it's the driver believe me there's a reason why fedex there's a reason why fedex turned a lot of their, their tractor trailers down and it's not because of the wind in wyoming right uh any anyhow Hey, a few weeks ago, John, you guys were talking about, like, vehicles. We, we were discussing vehicles that are kind of, you know, were kind of cra- crappy, so to speak, back in the day. We were talking about, like, the older Jeeps and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I saw one the other day. I was up in, in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Uh, guy has a 1980 Jeep Cherokee that was fully restored, and it has a elephant in it. Jeez. What's a hell of a yeah, it's like a Hellcat engine that he put in a Cherokee. Oh, wow. It's basically, yeah, it's a thousand, well, it's a thousand horsepower. Right. Uh, Emmy. I thought he said uh, elephant. There was elephant. So. <laughs> elephant. <laughs> okay. elephant. Elephant. Elephant, they call it. Yeah. El- elephant. It's a crate motor. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, this, this farmer I was delivering to. That's an expensive and, engine, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, he, he wouldn't tell me how much he had into the restoration. But, uh, mm. when, you know, it was just sitting there backed into the barn. Was it a you. Cherokee yeah. pickup, like the Comanche type? No, it was, It was right, you know, it was the big four-door. The, the old, four-door the, Grand Wagoneer? Yeah, Grand Cherokee, Grand Wagoneer. Grand Wagoneer. Um, yeah, in 1980, yeah. Um, a two-door was a Cherokee, a four-door was a Grand Wagoneer. Wagoneer, right. Yeah. right. Oh, That's right, yeah. That just so yeah, a regular yeah, gas would get 6.8 miles to a gallon. Mm-hmm. terrible on fuel. Yeah, yeah and with this, it's well, not any better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, like this thing was sitting there. It was, it was backed into the barn. It was a snowy, muddy day, and we were backed up there. And he was, they were unloading my trailer, and I happened to notice it. And I said, uh, and I pointed out, and I said, "Wow!" I said, "I think it's in nice shape." He said, "Yeah, we just finished restoring it." And he was showing, you know, he's like, we went over there after they were done unloading. We went over and looked at it, 
and he popped the hood, and I, I've never seen one of those motors before, one of those Telefunt. Never and heard of one. Like, never heard of one. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. And that's $25,000 engine just by itself. Wow. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, I mean, because he, he was basically saying this thing's, they, they've completely rewired it. I, I mean, the paint was immaculate. It, it, it was a fully restored, and, and I says, obviously, you've restored it, and he says, from the ground up. And he started. Thirty grand. Sorry, I was off a little bit. Thirty grand. Thirty grand for the motor. You know, at that price, what are we quibbling over five thousand for? <laughs> right. And you know that goes to prove <laughs> the know. old adage that some people have more money than brains. <laughs> Sitting in a well, barn. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, though. When he started it up inside that barn, I I, I would have liked a set of earplugs. Um, right. But I can just imagine what that thing sounds like out on the road. Um, it. I mean, it was a beautiful restoration, and I. I kind of laughed. I was I was thinking about that whole discussion, you know, about how how bad those were. But he says, and he says he's just got a whole new wiring harness all throughout it, and anything that could be replaced with new was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just absolutely, you know, stunning looking thing. So he's got two hundred grand in it, probably. Probably, yeah. But he's not just you know. I mean, he's got a cattle ranch, a sheep farm, and he's also an ag equipment dealer. He's doing so, okay then. Yeah, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm sure he probably wasn't hurting for money. Probably uh, not. I mean, con- considering he had a brand new 3500 sitting there, uh, you know, Ram 3500 sitting there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was. He has to have some kind of connections too, because not everybody can even get a hold of one of those crate engines. So that was the other thing about those; they didn't just offer them to everybody. So he has to know somebody as well. Well, and I, and I think they've discontinued it too. No, yeah, they only I, made I a limited run of those, and only certain people got them. And he has to know somebody. Yeah. Yeah, probably, you know, but uh, anyhow. So. Uh, there was something else I had, and, I, and it slipped my brain. There was something else I wanted to bring up, and, and it completely no. slipped my call brain. Call back if you want. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. here. We're not going yeah. anywhere, Eric. Okay. All right, man. Talk to you soon. We'll take a break. Vic, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Geno's brake sale is going on now. Have you had your brakes checked recently? At Geno's, we recommend checking them every 5,000 miles. Stop in this month and we'll check your brakes for free. Should you need brakes, now is the time to take advantage of Geno's NAPA brake special. This month, get a $40 NAPA prepaid Visa gift card with a qualifying NAPA brake parts purchase of $250 or more. For over 39 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we back up our work with NAPA's nationwide, peace of mind, 36-month, 36,000-mile warranty. Don't forget to check out all our Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of our business. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, 
Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop. And then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Arvada West Auto and Truck, we repair your car in a way that most other mechanics don't. Modern cars and trucks are controlled by complicated computers. And just like your smartphone, they need an update every once in a while. Oftentimes, other mechanics ignore the complicated problems that your car's computers can have because the tools needed can be expensive and it takes time to learn how to use them properly. At Arvada West, we spend the money on the right tools and we take the time to learn how these updates can help to improve everything about your car. That's why our experienced technicians take the extra time to include updating your car or truck's computer to make sure it's running the best it can. Come visit us at 11752 West 64th and let Arvada West update your car or truck. Call 303-422-1065 to make your computer update appointment or visit us on the web at arvadawestautoandtruck.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Vic and Thornton is next. Vic, thanks for waiting. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for calling, Vic. I uh, have a couple of innovations. Yes. You kind of alluded to one, but the uh, electric windshield wipers. Yep. And also the uh, windshield washers. No. Yeah, good one, too. So you know the windshield yeah. wiper was invented by a woman, right? No. Yeah, clear back in the day. Yeah, there's. She got tired. I guess she got tired of looking through a blurry windshield, so she invented yeah. the wiper. Mark Gell. Yeah, back then you had to hand do. You know, you had to hand crank them. 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know, the old Jeeps, remember if you're on the passenger side, you had to do your own. Yep. If you're in an old Jeep, you had, you're, you're on the passenger side, you had, to, you had to wipe your own. But sometimes Good it's better not to look. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. True. Good point. Good point. But back then, vehicles weren't going as fast as they are now. That's either. true. Well, great point, Jamie. Mm -hmm. 20 miles an hour, you were. Great point. You know, that may be a uh, next segue. We should lower our speed limits down to 55 to save gas again. Uh, that no. just helped us so much shut back up, Chris. in the 80s and 90s. Shut up. <laughs> no, shut up. Don't give me any ideas. Those are good ones, by the way, Vic. Thanks, John. You're very welcome, sir. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Buck and Cheyenne, what's going on? Welcome. How are you, Buck? Oh, well, I'm good. Uh you guys are always giving us guys up here in Cheyenne and Laramie County heck about our wind and how our climate. I want to tell you, it's about 45 degrees out, the sun's shining, and there's no wind. It's a beautiful day in Laramie County, Wyoming. You're doing better than we are because we're 39, a little <laughs> bit of breeze, and it's cold. So, yeah, it's for, yeah, yeah. Well, you know why? It's because you sent us all your wind over the past three months, Buck. <laughs> No, we didn't. We had our share. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's been the windiest spring I can remember yeah. in a long time. Well, I'm older than you, and it's the windiest spring I can ever remember. And according to the National Weather Service here in Cheyenne, it's the windiest spring they ever had on record. Okay, so really? I'm not, I'm not uh, losing it. Nope, uh, they, okay. it has to do with El Nino or La Nina. I can't remember which one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Global warming. Wait, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Something. Uh, I, I, other than telling you it was a beautiful day, I'm just curious. I'm doing the restoration on my uh, 68 Barracuda. It's been stored inside since about 90. Okay. But the plastic on the wires, etc., you know, dries out a little. It's not too bad because it's been inside. Is there anything that you know that can be put on that to keep uh, wires, stash stuff from cracking that hasn't cracked but might be a little bit brittle? Nope. Nothing. Nothing I know I of, Buck. I afraid of that. And, and typically, if it's kept in, you know, if it's been inside like yours has been, typically not a huge concern. I get more worried about it when they're, you know, have the huge temperature swings when they're outside and, you know, you get inside temperatures and, you know, plus, you know, 100 plus degrees and then, you know, also can get down to below zero in our areas. If you if it's been inside, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. That, that wiring will last a very, very, very long time. It's that it's those other extremes that really have a big issue on it. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought. Uh, I I bought some uh, of your supercharged to put in, Good idea. in uh, some of the gas that I have around. I'm able to buy gas that doesn't have alcohol in it for stuff that uh, will set around a little bit, put a little supercharge with it, and we should be good to go. Yep, you should be fine. Okie doke. Well, I'll let you go. Thanks, and, Buck. As always, have a good day. You too. And, uh, we'll... We'll talk to you later. All right, stay safe. Thank you very much, Buck. I appreciate it. Mickey in Denver, what's going on? Hi, John. Hi, Mickey. Happy Armed Forces Day. Happy Armed Forces Day to you as well, sir. Anyway, I, I got a whole bunch of stuff for innovations. Let's and, hear it. Well, we'll start, we'll start with the carbs, though. Uh, people seem to be having carb problems today. 
generally, you on an older car that's got a carb, you've replaced the fuel pump at least once, and most fuel pumps over-pressure the carburetor. So if you put in a fuel regulator, then the float doesn't have to fight that overpressure all the time, and you get a more consistent tune. Mm. Okay. So if you use a fuel pump with a return line on it, it makes life a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a for sure. Then it self-regulates. Anyway, um, you were right about the computers because fuel injection has been used since the 1800s. Correct. But it wasn't until the computer came in that it got clean enough to use consistently yeah clean enough and probably and you can attest to this as much as anyone mickey because i i didn't have a lot of familiarity with the old uh manual fuel injection systems corvette and some of the you know imports had them and so on of course diesels ran them forever but it's a whole different world so not talking the diesel side of the fence but the old manual fuel injections or mechanical fuel injections let's face it mickey they were temperamental not very reliable in fact a lot of guys even on the old corvettes and they didn't realize they were devaluing the car of course in today's world like they were but they couldn't make them run they'd pull them off the carburetors on back in the day yeah they would because if you wanted to go out you had to tune it before you went out that's right that's right. And so, to your point, that even though we had it, it just didn't become sophisticated and really work well. And, and even though the computer came in 80, good fuel injection on all cars didn't really start happening until about the mid-80s. Yep. You could. You had an 84 Chevy pickup and an 85 Chevy pickup, and the 85 would go 200,000, where the 84 would be tough to go 100. Correct. Anyway, here's one for Novus. Safety glass in the 30s and tempered glass in the 60s. Say that again. Safety glass in the 1930s. Okay. Tempered glass in the 1960s. Okay. okay. That's yeah. when it came about? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, here's one most... So, so real quick, Mickey, everything prior to that was just regular straight glass prior to that? Straight plate glass. Just yeah. plate glass prior? Straight plate glass. Yeah. Or sure nothing. Some, I'm or sure there were some deaths from right. that. That's the reason why Ford didn't want the wiper. They didn't have glass on them. <laughs> what do they need that for? Got and it. they put the plate on the front. And the Got ones it. Looped down. Got it. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you Actually, very much. Uh, about things that, like the guy with the uh, turn signals, things that don't get used often enough are seat belts. They, seat belts have saved more lives, according to the NHTSA, hmm. than any other improvement, any other safety improvement uh, used since. Why you said that, I should have reminded everybody. Seatbelt enforcement in Colorado goes on from, it started about a week ago and will run till about the, uh, I think it's the second week of June. There's a, there's a, uh, in, 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 how do you want to say it, heightened enforcement of wearing seatbelts in Colorado. There's still a lot of people that don't. I guess there's still, I mean, I've always worn one just right. even as a kid. My dad trained me too, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I, there's still a lot that I guess don't, Mickey. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Positive crankcase ventilation made clean burners or did more to get rid of smog than true. anything else. Very true. Done since. Yeah, good. That's a good one. I never thought about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, good point. Yeah, because remember, if you had a 66 or 67, 327, you had that spout that came out in front by the. Yeah, and it dumped oil everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and just. Yep, made a big mess. The engine compartment, no 
Uh, That's yeah. right. No, you're right. That's a, gr- a great point. I never thought about that one, Mickey. Good one. Uh, overdrives. They've yes. Been, yes. You know they started with 1926 and Fords. Yeah, I, I, I remember that, and and they were, you know, they were actually depending upon the vehicle and the and the model and so on. There was a lot of vehicles all the way up that had them, and then. I don't know, Mickey, when did they kind of go away? 60s, I guess, when when the automatic transmission became more modern and most cars came with them, the overdrive kind of went away and didn't come back again again until about the mid-80s. Correct. But, well, yes and no. The the Borg-Warner overdrive, three-speed over, or the the Borg-Warner overdrive they used on the three-speeds was actually a semi-automatic, if you knew how to use it. Right, right. But the thing that they did, it was a Nader thing, because if you if you didn't put it back out of overdrive, the car would roll. It would move. That's right. You're right. So that they got rid of it that way. That's but right. The, the last overdrive used, the last Ford Warner was in '74. Okay, so that's what I thought. Because really, they went away for I don't know what 20 years, basically. Yep, and then actually, a lot of them weren't true overdrives until you hit. Well, they were in the automatics, but all that was was a power glide behind a regular tranny so that you could get the extra gear. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, as best as here's one uh, a lot of people working on old cars don't think of is asbestos exposure and brakes. Yeah, that was big. If you've got a pre-70 or pre-60, pre, yeah. actually most pre-80 cars. That's right. That real asbestos. I sucked enough of that in as a kid. The the clutches. Remember the clutches were made out of. I'm surprised we're still alive, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. The the kind of asbestos from uh, long fiber to short fiber, which isn't supposed to do as much, but it's still there. Yeah, and back in those days, Mickey, we just I know we weren't supposed to, but we all did. You blew all that out with an air hose. Yeah. Yeah. And got it real airborne. And you sucked it all in. Yep. So. Anyway, that's my contribution. So if I kick dead by next week, you'll know why, Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. I'll be here. Never fear. Mickey, thanks. That's good stuff, by the way. And a lot of folks through the years, a lot of great inventions. One of the things he just mentioned, by the way, which we kind of also don't give a a, a lot of um, credit to, is even the material that has been vented over the years, clutch packs, brakes, which, by the way, again, a lot of that is transferred into other industries where they've used that same technology in other places. We don't give the automotive world near enough credit for some of those things because a lot of that stuff gets used in other places as well. Guys, hang tight. We're going to come right back. Lines are full, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Kins and Leslie distributing your local BG products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about the driveline components in your car, specifically the fluids in the driveline components of your car. Manufacturer recommendations for maintenance on these fluids vary significantly according to the year, make, model, and most importantly, the driving conditions. Most manufacturers list severe driving conditions as mountain driving, stop-and-go traffic, cold weather driving, hot weather driving, or towing and hauling loads. By my count, I've experienced all of these conditions just this week. So, how do you know when to service the fluids in your transfer case or differential? 
Our recommendation is to replace any fluid before the fluid has reached a point of failure. For driveline components, we recommend a 30,000 mile interval with our gear oils and limited slip additives. Many gear oils will show significant signs of sheer breakdown and oxidation well in advance of 30,000 miles and should be serviced prior to the point of failure in order to protect your driveline components. So, to ensure that your mountain driver, toy hauler, or traffic sitter stays trouble-free and fun to drive, replace your gear oils with a high-quality gear oil every 30,000 miles and take full advantage of all the great outdoors of our wonderful state. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio we live in uncertain times energy prices are through the roof but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
With the longer days and the warmer weather, I think most of us that have smokers or love to barbecue are already outside on the deck or patio grilling up and smoking up some good meat. But where do you get great quality meat sourced from ranchers that care about the welfare of the animals? RanchFreshMeats.com sells only the highest quality meat sourced from farm and ranch families that we know personally. For the month of May, we have a great special on Wagyu sirloin tri-tips from Dan Morgan's Wagyu Ranch. A Wagyu sirloin tri-tip roast weighs only about two pounds, but it packs one of the most flavorful beef eating experiences you'll ever have. If you've never had a Wagyu tri-tip before, you are in for a treat. Go to RanchFreshMeats.com and order your Wagyu sirloin tri-tip. And while you're there, check out their other monthly specials. And thank you for supporting a Colorado native farm family when you buy from Ranch Fresh Meats. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, thanks, guys, for joining us. We appreciate it. Question of the day. Uh, name the best automotive innovations. We have had a lot of great questions, or a lot of great answers, by the way, on that question. We appreciate it. Steve from Geno's with us, as well as Novus Auto Glass in Fort Collins. Uh, Jamie and Chris with us today, as well. Uh, Randy in Kansas, you are next. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, John. Uh, I had a motor oil question, but before I get to it, uh, I'm watching these auction shows here, and they showed a McLaren on there, a new one. Hmm. They said it did, like, 250 hmm. So is that going to beat the Hellcat? Two different cars. Hellcat would beat him on the strip, and then if you go to the Autobile, you can really get some time in. Probably the Hellcat would most likely in a quarter mile be faster. I have to look that up. Depends on the depends on the McLaren. The Hellcat's probably faster overall, though. The McLaren's going to outrun that car all day long. Yeah, so on the the Autobile, anywhere else, any any corner, the McLaren's already ahead. Wow. Even if it's behind, okay. getting there, it will be ahead coming out of the corner. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny That's about a car that, I've always though. wanted to own, by the way. That, that's be- those are beautiful cars. You know, you know, it's funny about that, though. You take that Perkin Falcon that can do over 200 miles an hour. It might not be in front of you, but you're going to see him in your mirror. Mm-hmm. Dang bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oil question. Uh, some of these oils that have the extra additives in them, like the extended mobile, mm-hmm. extended castrol, the extended yeah. uh, um Doubling, max, whatever. Right. Uh, when I get my oil change, it's probably a personal opinion, but you, which one would you go for? One of those that have all the additives? Or the guy up the road here sells the Hems oil, but he only has the bottom line, OE. But if I buy the OE and put the MOA in with it, that'll make up for the difference. I And I'm not an Hems oil expert, so you're talking to the wrong guy on Hems oil. And I'm... Right. So I'm sorry for all the Amsoil reps that are out there. I, I'm, just, I'm just not. I've never been one. Don't know that much about that product. Is it a good product? Yes. But I do not know all of the ins and outs of, yeah. of Amsoil, well, Randy. The point is it's not there. And, and, not and real quick, by the way, today's world, this is for everybody else listening, in today's world right now really comes down to what can you find? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of oil that is just not available right now, so you're really kind of left with as long as it's the right spec and the right weight, it, Randy, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So if you can buy it. Anything that's got any of the extra ad packs in it, great, more power to you, but you right. may not be able to at all times is my point. Right. I just I kind of figured it was a flip of the coin because the ones, it's like I said, it's not their signature series, but uh, if I'm going to add the MOA, that's going to put the additives in it. Correct. So so it's probably just up to me personal. That's right. Correct. Okay. 
Well, all right. That's what I had for okay. you. I'd like to see the Hellcat, Hellcat though. Race at McLaren. That'd be fun. And there's probably a YouTube on it somewhere. You have to look it up, but I'm guessing there probably is. I'm sure somebody's done that at this point. Yeah. All right. Have a good day. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Steve in the Springs, you're next. Go ahead, Steve. Good morning, gentlemen. Are you enjoying a snowy day? How you doing, sir? Good. We're just digging out in Northern Springs for about 11, 12 inches, and most of the stuff on the trees is too high to reach without a bucket, but hopefully I know. it melts. I know. Anyway, and I would also agree, this is absolutely the windiest, driest spring I can remember since I moved down here from the People's Republic. For yeah, and I, you know, as much as I don't like this snow and it's on with the leaves and so on and we're breaking limbs, I'll still take this over the wind. Yeah. I think you know, when the numbers come in, I'll bet you this is as much or more than we've gotten collectively in the last six months. Anyway, on the subject of automobile innovation, yes. I'll, I'll give you a trifecta. I agree with the gentleman. Seat belts, yeah. airbags, and cruise control with a caveat. Way back when, when the Darwin Awards were first getting going, this retired civil service gal, she takes off in her Winnebago, turns on that cruise, and goes in the back to make a sandwich. Oh, I saw that. And You're right. Yep. Yeah. And, and the sandwich didn't get made prior to impact. Well, anyway... <laughs> I can't believe this, but Winnebago was sued and lost. I know. Because the owner's manual didn't have two-inch block letters. Do not leave the seat. <laughs> I've seen that. Before. Unbelievable. That's that a part of the story that's the worst, by yeah. the way. That's it is absolutely the worst, and we got some of those living and driving among us. Yes, we do. And I saw a lot of them yesterday in okay. the rain, by the way. You guys Just have a great saying. one. You too, Steve. Thanks. No, I, I on my trip down here yesterday... Every knucklehead in the world was on the road at the same time. And on their phone. Oh, my word. <laughs> Give me a break. Mike and Sterling, you're next. Go ahead, Mike. I, uh, I wanted to talk about the, the uh, good innovations. Sure. And for me, it was hot water heat. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Good my, one. Uh, yeah, I'll first, take that. My first car that I got to drive to school was Grandpa's Model A, and it had a, it was uh, water-cooled, but uh, it had a a thing on the exhaust manifold. Mm -hmm. There was no heater core. No. No. And uh, you put that, you put that on there, and you opened it up, and as I had to park it up on the hill. Because the electric starter wasn't the best thing in the world. So I'd roll down the hill and start it up. And by the time i get to school, the, there'd be warm air coming in there. Uh-huh. And later on, I drove Volkswagens and those air-cooled things, and they had kind of something like that. Yeah. Steve's an expert on those. <laughs> and they didn't work yeah. very well either, did they? <laughs> yeah. But, but later on, you know, the way it is now, and I, I ride around in my truck, and I I ride around in my old lady's Lincoln, and uh, by the way, she doesn't drive my truck, and I don't drive her at Lincoln. Okay. But... Uh, They've sure got nice cab controls. Does either one of them have heated steering wheel? Because Dave Hart from Rukfamax says that's one of his favorite inventions is the heated steering wheel. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, going from going from hot air off of the manifold to yep. 
Some uh, liquid warm water in the... Yeah, yeah. No good one, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll take that. You guys have a good you day. You too, Mike. Thanks. No, that. you know what? That's an old one, but that and a starter. Uh, how about 12-volt wiring? Yes. Even. You go all the way back in time, you had 6-volt wiring, and yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of modern conveniences that we have today that have made it a lot nicer just in you guys's world even just the glass and uh you know one of the one of the callers called in talked about when it went from plate glass to safety glass to tempered glass and so on and oh wow there's an old motorhome holy cow behind a model a okay there you go that um, looks like an old horse speaking horse of which trailer. <clears throat> horse trailer for for theft i'm assuming or is it for sound deadening that a lot of cars now are coming with the driver and passenger window driver laminated and passenger right window are laminated um i think a lot of it's got to do with safety um but it does keep the vehicle a lot quieter inside um i don't know if i necessarily like it or not because if it's a safety issue um you know if you land in water which you don't have a whole lot of that around here but right you know we're from north dakota and the ditches up there get sure. really flooded you know sure. i sure. did have some friends of mine that did turn over in a ditch at one time and um, you know, they got out, but, you know, you can't break the window, things like that. But, um, no, I mean, it's certainly a heck of a lot easier to clean up when you got a cracked door glass rather than a true and a lot of theft. True. You know, you can't, yeah, break, you can't, in can't break in as easily. No. That's true, too. So, um, no, I mean, it's a lot, lot it's quieter. And know? by the way, there's, that's one of those areas where there's a big debate going on internally in the automotive industry, by the way, on whether that should be, you know, mandatory or not. It isn't yet. It's sort of a, well, not sort of, it's a situation right now where if a manufacturer wants to do it, they can. If they don't, they don't have to. There's no mandate either way. I, I'm one that I don't want it to be mandated. I'd like to see that be a you know free market answer as to you know what do people end up preferring when it's all said and done. I'm one where I'll take it personally because it makes things quieter inside than what yep. it would be otherwise. I'm not worried about, you know, flipping over in the water and not being able to get out. I mean, if that happens, then I guess I'll figure that out when figure that time comes. If you have enough time, yeah. Um, I'm not too worried about that. Um, but you bring up a good point, because if you get in a situation where you can't get the door open, you know, you're flipped over, you can't get the door open, can't getting that glass, glass broke is going to be really, really difficult, because it's not going to pop like it normally would with tempered glass. One thing I'll say to save your listeners a dollar, if you lock yourself out of the car, wait for the locksmith. What they break think? out the smallest piece of glass, and it's the most expensive piece of glass in oh, the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Do not cut out. The if, the lo- if the locksmith, if you call the locksmith in the middle of the night and say, I locked my keys in my car, they're going to tell you to break out the smallest window because they know it's the most expensive one. Oh. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> they just a lot less of them made, and it's just, I don't know, a lot more labor. Supply and demand side labor. and the labor it's side a labor is a bigger thing, Yeah, because you have to take out a, the bigger sure. window to take out the smaller one. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you're better off just breaking out a back window and calling it good. Or, I mean, like a backside window. Or call a locksmith or wait or, <laughs> yeah. you know, hide a key. But, I mean, if worse came to worse, that's right. Worse worse right? Worse, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're back. Absolutely. Go ahead and break one of the bigger windows. Or if you leave your dog or something in there, you locked yeah. your sure. key, then absolutely. Well, you'll break a bigger window, absolutely. but the little windows don't really help you, do they? No. Yep. You're not saving you're not saving any money. And I'm a huge it's advocate funny. on not leaving your animal or your pets in a vehicle oh. on a hot day. You know, we talk, I hold that so. thought. We'll come back because okay. I just saw something yesterday that. on that. Yeah, yeah. hang tight. So. We'll come right back to that. Don't go anywhere, guys. Another segment left of this hour. Drive Radio KLZ 560.
Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Out of the ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. All right, we're back, guys. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Again, Novus Auto Glass up in Fort Collins with us today. Gino's is with us as well, Steve from Geno's, and we were just talking through the break. Uh, these guys up in Fort Collins, by the way, for all of you that maybe don't know this, they can take care of your motorhome, your semi, um, any other vehicle that you can think of. What else am I forgetting? RV glass. Um, not, we don't really specialize in a lot of the side stuff. We can do it, but just like anything else. It's you have to cut most of those when you do that, or how does that work? A lot of them are insulated, so the things that you have is the fog in between the two of them. Yes, we can do them, and yes, we charge accordingly. However... Uh, the guys, there, the manufacturers that are making the glass don't have anybody that's working there or a driver to pick up a template anymore. Uh, so it's very hard. Sometimes okay. if, if you break out, such as a, a side glass and something like that, or a topper glass, it's easier to go to the manufacturer. We can help you put it in. Okay. But, uh, if they've already got it ready to go, okay. we can do that. But, All right. Yep. Again, Novus Auto Glass up in up in uh, Fort, Fort Collins, Collins, guys. Uh, where's your, real quick, what's your address? 7704 South College Avenue, Carpenter Road and 287. There you go. Just outside of city limits, so no city tax. Nice, nice. Conrad, <laughs> what's going on? 
Hey, can you imagine digging out some snow in those pictures I sent you yesterday? That didn't even tell you half the truth of what happened up here. I'm sure you got yeah, more. Got a, How much you get up total? Oh, about a foot at least. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll take the moisture. Well, it should be coming in the rain, though, instead. Anyway, that's not what I called yeah, I would about. I would have the rain, um, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I love rain. Um, I'm getting ready to put a Deltan battery tender on Gordia's 2011 Camaro. Okay. And I'm tr trying to make it hardwired, so... You know, like, like my car, my pickups, so I would just hook it right into the battery terminals, oh, but her uh -huh. battery's in the in the trunk. Right. And I don't really want to run the wire out to the trunk, so there's a jumper, jumping spot, jumper yeah, spot. Yeah, my, my SS and my Corvettes are that's that same way. Just uh, you can put the little jumper in the trunk, and you can kind of run it out over on the edge of the trunk. Now, when I go to hook up, I have to open the trunk, plug in, then I close the trunk, and it'll run out through the jam okay. And then when I go to you know drive it, Conrad, I just unplug it and kind of keep the cord back inside the trunk, and away I go. Okay. Well, either that, or I was wondering if I could hook it up to those jumper points up in the engine compartment. Somehow. I wouldn't. I'd put it right on the battery in the trunk. It's as easy. It's as easy to do what I just said and hook that up back there, and it, the cord will run right through the jam of the trunk when you're when you know when you're not driving it. It works fine. All right. Well, mess up the seal on the trunk lid, though. Nope, not at all. Won't bother it a bit. Okay. Because because that, that cord's right, flat. You know, it's a nice flat cord. It'll just lay right in there, no problem. All right, John. All right. Good. Have a good week. You're good, man. Thanks. Appreciate it, Conrad. Yeah, no, for some of you that have those batteries in the rear of vehicles and some performance cars and not, well, actually not even that, some just cars. Oh, yeah, cars in general. Probably the best way to say that, Steve. It really doesn't matter. I mean, some vehicles just have the battery in the trunk. Yep. Or behind the seat. Yeah, behind, under the seat, behind the seat. Those uh, few Chevys that had it in the well. Right. Uh, or, or Right. Uh, Forgot about they, that. Yeah, there's a couple of those, too. So, yeah, they move them all over. Uh, so, yeah, when you're putting these, uh, in Conrad's case, putting a battery tender on it to keep the battery charged when you're not driving it, yeah, that'd be one of the ways to do that. It makes it really easy. Car theft. Uh, we'll get into this last hour. Steve's also got a list on catalytic converter theft and which cars are getting hit more than others. And, again, 100 cars a day here in this uh, Denver metro area are being stolen. And what I will tell you really quick before we go to the next hour is – Probably the biggest thing to deter thieves, and again, it can happen in the driveway, as Chris talked about earlier, where you guys will come along with a rollback or a trailer and still take it. But typically, it's a matter of being in a in a solid area, well lit, knowing where people are at, you know, making sure that you've got um, you know traffic that's coming and going. I mean, the last thing you want to do is park that thing on a deserted alley somewhere because you know it's going to be gone when you do that. Now, I say all that to say this. They're stealing cars out of the parking lot at DIA. So yes. you, you talk about areas where there's a lot of traffic and it's well lit and so on. I don't know how much more well lit in, in that. Now, the, the biggest thing But who's going to stop you? I mean, you're out oh, there. Nobody's going to really think you. that you're stealing Nobody a car. Knows. They're just being, Yeah, they don't know. That's They're the thinking one. you're just trying to get into your car, yeah, and yep. it's your car, and you're going to take it. That's the, one that's the one advantage a thief has in that particular area is – to Chris's point, who's going to pay any attention? And who's paying you know, attention? You get man. out there in those sea of cars at times, and no, I mean honestly, who who you might not even have anybody drive by, depending upon where you're at in that parking lot, right? <laughs> oh, no. and who really cares? Because you just got back from a trip, or you're trying to catch your airplane. I'm not. I mean. Nobody's Unless somebody's in nobody's real danger right. or something like that, you're not going to ask any questions. Exactly, you're just moving. Mind on. your own business. You got your luggage. You're moving on. Nobody cares yep. now. Given the story I read this last week, where one of the there was a guy that had a truck parked out there, came back from vacation two weeks later from Florida, 
reported it stolen, and the police says, no, that's not your car. He said, well, yes, it is. And they said, well, no, it's not. Well, yes, it is. Well, no, it's not. We'll prove it. What had happened was the thief, because this knucklehead left his title in the glove box, which, oh, by the way, you never do, he went down with the title, re-registered the vehicle, sold it, did whatever, but now it's not in the no, original name, owner's yeah. name any longer. And good luck on proving all of that. Yeah. Now, I think they ended up proving it and making it all work out. But, folks, bill of sale. do yep. not leave any of that in your glove box ever. In fact, all titles should be someplace secure, safety deposit box, a locked safe, a locked file cabinet, somewhere secure where it cannot leave your premises or you, and it is never, ever, ever in the vehicle that it goes with. Funny story. Um, I'll leave the name out of it, but there was a large rental car truck, and this guy had stolen the truck, broke down on the side of the road, had a flat tire, broke down. Well, he called the rental car company and said, hey, my truck is broken down. They brought him a new one before they even realized that the first one was stolen. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> There's another story for you guys. You got the full hour coming your way. We got more to share with you. Any questions? And the question of the day is: Name the best automotive invention. Doesn't matter if whether it was you know recently or a hundred plus years ago. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.